up, bro? Episode 102. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And in keeping with the spring slash summertime, if you're in Florida, it's damn summer. It's, it's summer, bro. But we're hitting y'all with the summer drinks. Hit them with this one. Yeah, yeah, man. We got a little something today called uh, uh, bourbon and berries, man. Um, it's pretty fire. It's, it's, it's similar to uh, some of the bourbon stuff we try, but it has an interesting twist. So it's um, it's bourbon. Uh, it's muddled blackberries. It's uh, apple juice. So an ounce of apple juice. Actually, maybe I should start from the beginning. Yeah, you so we, start from the bottom. We muddled some blackberries. <laughs> and build it up. And Yeah, yeah. Muddled some blackberries. Put in a half an ounce of agave syrup. Squeeze half a lemon. Fill your glass up with some crushed ice. Throw in two ounces of, or an ounce and a half, sorry, a shot of bourbon, a shot of apple juice, and then uh, stir it all up and garnish oh. it with a mint and yep. a, a blackberry. But the mint is really the important part. Yeah, the blackberry, I think it's just for it's just for, it's the just look. for looks. It's just right, looks it looks nice. The mint gives it that scent and then the flavor, and then it tastes awesome. Because then the blackberries, if you muddle them right, you get some chunks of them when you're drinking and exactly. stuff. It tastes awesome, bro, and it's bourbon. I never, never would have thought of bourbon and apple juice. So um, Yeah, when you pulled out the apple juice today, I was like, ooh, wait a minute. I had my doubts, bro, but I had this uh, on our fishing trip at a restaurant out there. Yeah. Did you uh, have so a brunch? Is it regular apple juice or is it like an unsweetened apple juice? So I, no, I, I, I did pick because I try not, to, especially when it's for alcohol, man, I try not to skimp on the chaser. So it's an apple juice, but it's, um, man, I got to get the brand, but I, I think it, it's an organic apple juice, but it's like not from concentrate. So don't do those like, um, those apple juice from concentrate, like the Libby's or any of that shit, do like natural apple juice. Like, so that's the which, only Which I thing. think Libby's gives one that's not from Is concentrate. Is there, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you, yeah, don't, just don't do the syrupy ones and all that stuff. Do like real apple juice. Um, so I just pick like some organic, I think it's called Lakewood Farms maybe? I don't know. So I, I, I try not to, I don't know, man, whenever I'm putting a lot of juice and alcohol, I try not to, you know, same thing we do with the tonic and all that, where it's yeah. like, all right, if that's most of the drink or eh, I try not to pick something that's going to be like super just sugary or syrupy or whatever so um but that apple juice is good and it's not overwhelming like some apple juice like if you do like those cider oh yeah yeah. no and this shit works man it actually reminds me of the drink we made last week yeah so if y'all like the drink from last week definitely hit this one up as long as you are uh at least not opposed to bourbon because i have met some people that i've given them bourbon like mixed drinks yeah and they go oh i can taste the bourbon and I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, but it tastes delicious. Yeah, but it's and, good. Yeah. And, but like for it. them, then, you know, they, they don't like it. So if you can, if you don't, if you're not opposed to bourbon, this one definitely is uh, is one for the poolside. Yeah, I can see that, bro. Cause I feel like we all start our evolution of alcohol with like, um, like vodka becomes like the first one you end up like you first you do mm-hmm. all those mix like weird foofy things yep and then you sort of graduate to like vodka cranberry or like, you know, vodka, whatever. Like when you're younger, it's like vodka Red Bull. I mean, I think as I got older, I started to appreciate like the whiskey and the bourbon more yeah. and all that stuff. Like, well, bur- bourbon's got like a whole like cult following. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bourbon drinkers are like yeah hardcore. Bro. <laughs> I'm like, I just know what I like and what I don't like, man. Let me taste it. Yeah, you the bur- the bourbon drinkers are uh, listening to this shit, going like, you guys mixed it. Yeah. And don't tell them what kind of bourbon. You use. Oh, I know. If we mix. <laughs> we, did, we we did use Widow Jane this time. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is screaming at the radio right no, now. I know. We had I had a maker's mark there that I thought of, but I was like, nah, man. I feel like um, I don't know, man. Even even if I'm, 
I don't know. Bourbon's one of those things, man. The Maker's Mark might have been good with it. I feel like the Woodford would the be Woodford really would good be. with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just love me some Widow Jane, so low-key, I just probably wanted to have some. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yo, my carbon footprint of the week is going out to the city of New Orleans. NOLA, one of my favorite cities, man. I've never been there, man. No, do it. I got I to. You go. have to, bro. I do. I got to go. Um, so what they're doing is, and actually, what I'm giving them the carbon footprint for is not because I necessarily agree with it, mm-hmm. um, but they are doing a, to selected individuals, they're giving them guaranteed income for, it's, it's sort of like a, a certain age group, so they're trying to target young people, ages 16 to 24. Um, there's only 125 participants in this, and they're going to be getting cash payments, monthly cash payments of 350 Oh, well. So nothing crazy. No. Um, yeah, people aren't quitting their jobs over it. No. Uh, if you have one. But it's like no strings attached. Like You can spend it however you want. However, they give it to you in a debit card so they can track how you're spending it. Oh, okay. So I'm I, sure I okay with imagine, that. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine you know, you're not, you're not going to be, if, if you're spending it all on liquor, I would imagine they go like, yeah, that, okay, we're going to revoke that. You up. Yeah. Right? Um, but they, they, they were saying that there's like 6,800 of what they're referring to as opportunity youth in New Orleans. And these are, these are people who are um, like they have like income inequality, um, but they're young folks and, and a lot of them live in poverty. And so this is kind of a way to kind of help them on a monthly basis to get the basic necessities. It's a good, I mean, you said, I don't know whether or not it's a good idea, but it's, I, I like the attempt at something that that's different. Like, all right, man, we've tried, you know, like there's so many things where you try to like, uh, uh, I guess, fix homelessness or fix whatever. So it's like, you got to applaud the effort, right? Like whether or not it works out is another issue. Yeah. But I, I, I think I appreciate like the outside the box thinking and then having spent time in New Orleans, Dude, New Orleans is one of those cities I've never seen so many young kids on the streets hustling really? for stuff. No, oh, yeah, man. Like, New Orleans, dude, you'll see kids, like, literally kids with their instrument. And who knows, maybe from school that they bought themselves or whatever, like, on the street playing it with, like, you know, a, a tin can or whatever, right. collecting money. You'll see kids out there drumming on, like, buckets, yep. um, the stuff. Like, they're all hustling. Dude, kids selling bottles of water. But, like, kids with signs, like, raising money for school supplies or whatever, like... Um, I've never seen that many kids uh, out there like trying to work for something like for anything like in a, any in any city, man. Uh, um, so, especially in the U.S. Exactly. Like, but dude, I'll tell you this, man. New Orleans is the most outside of the U.S. you'll ever feel in the U.S., man. Really? It's such a weird. Like, if you spent it, new. I don't know. There's certain parts of New Orleans, especially in the French Quarter, where you legitimately feel like you are in Europe or in somewhere else. Yeah, it's so unique, man. There's nothing like it, and they have their own culture, and it's so cool. But they, there is a lot of poverty there, a lot, man. Like, there's tent cities there. There's um, there's homelessness everywhere. There's mental illness everywhere. But I also, you know, like vividly remember because you know, like as a dad, like you just see so many kids out there like hustling for stuff and i gotta respect it man nobody just asks you for money they're all doing, they're all doing something yeah which i respect i'm like fuck it i'll give you money like i like if you're making an attempt at earning it in any way i can respect that bro yeah yeah no nah, man so i thought it was pretty cool and it was really for that reason because i was like i don't necessarily agree with the 
you know, just giving out money for for nothing? Because I know, is it was it Andrew Yang that kind of proposed yeah, the universal basic universal income? Basic income? Yeah. Alaska does something like this, right? Do they really? Um, for oil, they they split like oil proceeds to every uh, citizen. Okay. I think it's like a oh, I'm gonna get the number wrong, but I think it's a G amount or something like that. Oh wow! I think swallow a seed from it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but but I thought kind of going back to what you said, I go look, there's there's no harm in in, in trying something. Yeah. And, and and the best part about it is they're not using tax dollars. Oh. So so apparently, man, and I'm gonna kind of read a little bit here. Um, there's this sort of this group of mayors. They call them mayors for guaranteed income, and um, it's it's a network of 80 mayors around the country that are actually advocating for guaranteed income. Oh wow. And they and they and they get this stuff privately funded. What? So obviously they don't they don't have enough to 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 do it on a continuous basis, but this is one of several cities around the US that's actually trying different sort of different methods of of a guaranteed income to see what sticks. Dude again, I got to applaud the effort because we've tried other things or you hear a lot of talk gotta fix this gotta fix that and i very rarely see an attempt at things that's unique so like you said i don't know what i don't know if it's gonna work i don't know the answer but it is an attempt that sort of like man eh, fuck it let's see what sticks like right. let's try this and the fact that you, it's, you can't do it forever right there has to be sort of a point where you go especially like, not if it's privately funded yeah right but but, but i mean like to even you know you give somebody that guaranteed income I would imagine that it would have to be a point where you go, hey, you know, like you're young, you're fresh, you're fresh out of high school, you know, you don't have, maybe you don't have the money to go to college. We're going to hit you up with this for X amount of time. And that gives you enough time to get your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I wish there was, um, I mean, maybe, maybe there is in certain states, but like I, there should be limits like that on everything, on welfare, on food stamps, on. No, you just have another kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the limit on that kid. But yeah. guess what? Yeah, the sad part is you said that, and I immediately thought of a person. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Not <laughs> a bitch, bro. Oh man, but yo, man, shout, shout out New Orleans, man. I said it was one of my favorite cities ever, and having firsthand firsthand experience that, like, that's one. I would say that's the. I don't, I don't even want to call it a downside, but that is something definitely that's noticeable when you're there is the poverty. Um, but, you know, again, man, they're so unique in everything that they do. So it's cool to see sort of something like this happen there because you're going, OK, if there's any dude, like I said, I've never I think what I like about it so much is I've never been to a city where they're so into their own like culture, like their own thing. And and uh, I don't know, man, like uh, I hope something like this does end up working out um, because I can only imagine what obviously I think some of the poverty is what breeds some of the talent, and some of the culture, and some of the art that makes New Orleans, New Orleans for sure. Um, but also just like what do these kids end up doing? What these people end up doing with like resources like, you know, so some of the talent there and stuff is amazing to see. And so like just for, so these kids have an opportunity. It, I, I don't know, man. I'd be curious. Yeah. I, I hope it works, man. I really do. And you're not the first person to that I've heard that like New Orleans is like your favorite city. Like I've heard that from from like other friends of mine. I've heard that from celebrities, like people from all kind of walks of life that that and, and from different, you know, like yeah. from different uh, um, income ranges. Right. Like 
people just love that city for some reason. Dude, and I've heard people go there and I'll be like, yo, it's a shithole. And I'm like, yeah, man, but it's like, I could see why you would think that, but it's also so uniquely its own shithole. You know what I mean? Like, it's all, right. it's, it's its own, like, and I don't mean shithole in a shitty way. Like, I'm like, it's it's uniquely them. Like, it's unapologetically them. Yeah. And it's like, if you plop me down in the middle, my dog is going to yeah. hand at the door, bro. I'm sorry, man. I couldn't hold it anymore. Yeah, no, man. I'm like, this month, he never goes that long. No. <laughs> I think he could see us through the little crack. He's like, I know you're there. <laughs> Wild's dog is just scratching on the sliding glass door. He's like, come on. That leads me. to this room. <laughs> but he's going unusually long today. He's like, come love me. Oh, oh my God. Bro. All right, man. Listen, I, I, I'm assuming based on what I'm seeing on the table, that your carbon footprint got something Yo. to do with something that was yeah, going man, on I, this I, weekend. I, I meant to clean this up, but uh, yeah, dude, uh, my carbon footprint, I don't, I'm not even sure what I'm giving it to per se, um, but, but I guess I would have to say it's to the attendees of like Megacon. And really, okay. I guess you could lump in like comic cons or anything else in that yo he's, he is relentless right now yo. we're gonna have to we're gonna have to kill that out when we edit man the um but yeah man i i had my first megacon this weekend and if you don't know megacon is it's sort of like um it's a convention they sort of do a mix of comic book and pop culture and gaming and anime and cartoons and like it's it, it, it's really cool like horror and, and so they bring in like actors and they bring in artists and they bring in um cosplayers i mean like literally anything that has to do with that universe it's obviously very comic book heavy it's very like sci-fi heavy it's very um you know gaming heavy but it's so cool man it's such a big event it's the first one i've gone to it's four days i did it with my daughter and my brother me and my daughter dressed up you know we we did the whole like um cosplay thing it was so unique man and i think what i loved about it the feeling that i got when i was there was that dude there's so many people there from every different background you can imagine like the diversity um there's there's people who you would quote unquote call nerds um and everyone's just so happy and so comfortable in their own skin man yeah and it's such a cool environment because like you don't see anybody making fun of anybody. You don't see, like, literally people would see, like, a hundred times I saw someone stop somebody and go, dude, can I get a picture with you? Like, because of the costume or the t-shirt right. or whatever, like, and people would be taking photos of each other and, like, it was just all love, man. Like, everybody's, like, loving on each other's stuff. There's, like, artists. Like, it was cool. My daughter likes to draw and paint. And so being able to show her, like, yo, here's here's another, like, route, like, you could take with that. And there's a lot of artists there. Like, some of the stuff I have here is, like, these are artists who, like, sell their, their artwork, like, it's really cool, man, to, to see those guys like they're there and they just travel conventions and they sell stuff. Some of them will commission things on the spot, like you'll tell them and they'll draw it for you. Oh, and they'll that's do, cool. Like, it, it's just so cool, man. And I and I think, dude, for such a big event, I never saw a fight, never saw a disagreement, never saw a thing. Like it was like you, you, you I never saw any kind of hate. Like you know, usually you go to a sports event, you always see something pop off. You go to any big event where there's that many people, man. Right. And I think the thing that stood out to me the most was like, wow, this is massive. I mean massive. It's elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. There's a lot of people there. I forget what the number is, but they get an obscene amount of people there through the four days. I, I couldn't tell you one single thing. Dude, I don't think I saw a security guard the entire time I was there until the end and I was looking for a lost phone. And like, that was that was in the... Um convention center right? yes the convention center here which you know it's which it, it's huge huge is it like the same space that they give to like the car show oh yeah 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 dude you I, we walked it i think i walked almost twenty thousand steps that day <laughs> it's stupid bro it's it's so big 
and we didn't even see i think half of it because there's all these other oh, breakouts wow. and it's in every floor another like so it's so it's definitely something that you could spread over the weekend oh yeah like i like i thought it was nuts that people do the four days and i'm like no i could see it like especially if you want to plan out and see everything like and, and attend every breakout because there's people doing live podcasts there and so oh, you can cool. sit and watch their live podcast. There's um celebrity panels where there's like maybe doing Q and A's about a certain movie or TV show. Um, there's like you know how to do stuff. Like they'll have like classes. There, I mean, literally, if there's like video game, dude. There's a Nerf battle room where you can go in there with Nerf guns and people battle. Like it, and bro, and there's people from like grown ass men to little kids, like just having a good time. Like grown women, like. Yeah. Just, I thought it was just so cool, man. I saw people from every walk of life there, from every color of skin, everything. Like, and, and I was like, damn, and I didn't see a single negative thing that entire time I was there. You know, I spent seven hours there, whatever it was. And it was like, everything was just love, man. Everything was just cool. And I was like, wow, like, it's one of the few spaces that I felt like I've been in where you just went, yo, there really is like, it, like people here who would never talk otherwise other than the fact that they have the same interest in this one thing yeah and it brought us all there right like and, and it might have been That's a comic awesome, or a game or whatever it was man and let me tell you man like you know the the memories that you have as a kid at least for me man and maybe you feel the same they're so vivid and Absolutely. and you could have like you could see something now that you remember as a kid and it like brings back those memories and those feelings that you had when you whether you when you saw it or you watched it or whatever it was and it sounds like this thing is like it kind of let, lets everybody be a kid again it, it really does man and you shop sort of for a lot of it right but even doing that you're going you're seeing like toys from when you were a kid or like comics from when you were a kid or like video games from when you were a kid like you know it's people selling like arcade machines or and and then when you're seeing people dressed up as certain characters you're seeing like characters from when you were a kid like so it could be something like ninja turtles or like he-man or like you know, the Batmans, like, I mean, everything you can imagine, video games that are really popular with kids now, animes, like, everything that you see there sort of takes you back to a certain time or something that you really enjoy now. Like, I enjoy these certain games with, like, I, that I play with my kids right now, right? And so seeing people dress up as those characters or, like, displays about them was super cool or even... um the certain tv shows that i like or comic books like i'm a batman freak so every time i saw something batman related right like i would stop and look at it or whatever like but just to be in that environment like i don't know like i forgot i was an adult for sure for the day yeah, like, I was, like I was geeking out hard as hell everything i was like oh my god like i'm like you know it's so it, it's just so cool man it's had such a good time <laughs> but i also saw um so they have these panels of people signing stuff so th some of them are people from tv shows um some of them are people from like um movies like i saw jerry lawler the wrestler guy like, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i saw they had panels like elijah wood like the lord of the rings guys and all stuff there bro and then you gotta give it to these these, these like only fans girls and these tiktok girls and all stuff bro some of them make all this money dressed up as cosplayers and stuff or have this showing and they had their own booths where they were selling pictures and selling autographs or whatever so in you their booths. To pay them to take a picture with them yeah so so so, so they're all in like these these like they're all in costume yeah some some character yeah and I, okay so so let me just paint like paint the picture here, right <laughs> so like if it's one of these like women on the game that's like stacked yeah. because a lot of them are right the way they make the mm -hmm. the way they make the games now 
So are the yeah the men girl- draw these characters? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so is that what is that what's going on? Is like these like I said these OnlyFans and these TikTok girls yeah. like they they sort, they sort of have the bodies to go and be these characters yeah, and to they, be the, they, yeah. or they're all in or at least make it look like they have it like either yeah. way right like if they want to dress up as Catwoman they'll dress up as Catwoman and they'll be yeah, like decked out in skimpy outfits and whatever like so but bro I was like I can't hate like if you're gonna sit there and you're gonna make a living taking pictures with people and signing autographs and then you've you've built this sort of persona online as these characters right good for you bro like some of them i I was reading that like some of them are making 30 grand a day to be there and sign pictures uh, take pictures and sign autographs you be there four days you got 120 you make 120k over a weekend signing signing uh pictures or signing autographs or whatever photos other people have or memorabilia and then somebody's somebody's good yearly salary yeah yeah (laughs) i was like wow but i was like good for y'all man and they had bro their sections of them were huge and some of them were like oh cosplay tips and people would get in line to get tips on how to cosplay from these girls or yeah yeah there's some guys but it's not as many guys as there was (laughs) no they didn't have the lines yeah the guys didn't have the lines that the girls had for some reason (laughs) i can't quite pinpoint must be all that equality we keep talking about (laughs) so was it i would imagine like i picture that this is like male dominated is is that is that true or no no man i would say of the attendees you mean yeah no man it was a pretty good mix of male female families like that's awesome and it was cool man because even like i saw a lot of couples and the couples are dressed together or like um families and the all of them are dressed like they'll they'll do like a theme together right i saw um you know there was like a family where they were all spider-man and even the mom was spider-man or like it was cool, man, and I thought for sure that it would be guy dominated, and I'm sure the ratio might have skewed towards guys. Right, right. But I was never looking around, going, "There's a lot of guys here." Yeah. Like it was like, "There's a lot of people here." Like it was everything, and then the amount of of girls that were there, like, you know, like sometimes depending on these type of event you go to, either the guy or the girl look mad because you can tell they dragged them there. <laughs> Like <laughs> nobody looked like that. No. You know what I mean? Oh, like everybody cool. looked like they wanted to be there, man. Like it was cool. Uh it's just cool to see, man. Like I've never seen that many people just geeking out over these common interests and it just go off so like smoothly and, and positively yeah, that's and awesome. all that. Yeah. So that was awesome, man. So all I wanna know is, man, did you see uh did you see Voltron while you were there, man? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did, bro. If, if they didn't have a Voltron booth. A Vol- <laughs> I don't I don't wanna go. No, I saw a toy or two. But I don't know if they have a booth anymore. A I don't know get a toy or two. Oh, a toy. Sorry. Or two. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm, I'm still, I'm still bitter, man. I have a, I have a, I have a Voltron robot from when I was a kid. Yeah. And I let my kids play with it when they were young. Mm. And one of my sons broke my blue lion's leg. <laughs> was it in the packaging when you gave it to them? It's. I kept the box because when I was a kid, I mean, like I think I got it when I was like twelve. And so I think I was at that age where I was sort of transitioning away from toys. Okay. But that shit was so cool. I still want. I still had to have it. Yeah. But even at that time, I was like, "This is an amazing piece." So even I would take it out, and when I would put it back, I put it back in the styrofoam and put the cover back on it and put it back in the box. So what would you say this is from like '87? No, this is like oh well. How old am I? Yeah, '86 probably. Yeah. 86, 87, yeah, that's probably right. Have you ever looked at what that toy is worth now? No. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> like mint. No. No, I don't. I'm, I'm I guess it depends on, on the time. And it's funny, man. I actually have some toys in a box somewhere around here still in the packaging. Yep. Um, 
But then there's definitely some over time where I've opened and they've gotten ruined. And even now, man, I'll buy my kids stuff and then they open it and it makes me mad. But I'm like, why'd I get them that? And just get them the regular toy version, not like the collectible version. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm just like, eh. but because they're at the age where they want to open it. Exactly. But I will say, bro, if you're one of those people who collects toys or trading cards, like there's even people selling sports cards. Oh, like, okay. like if you're one of those and, and you're like, oh, I do it because I can sell it one day. Like, bro, go to one of these things because those people selling stuff like cards. Like, I know for a fact that I have a lot of basketball and baseball cards and all that stuff that I could probably set up a booth in one day and do okay. Um, but it's funny because you go like some of the people who collect this stuff and, and somebody might tell you like, I ain't worth shit. It's like, nah, bro, go set up a booth at one of these things because these guys are cleaning up, man. Like Now, comments. I see you got one here. Yeah. So is this... Is this how they're selling them all now? They're like, back when I was a kid, remember the first like comic book kind of like convention that I went to? Yeah. You know, they weren't in clothes like this. Oh, they no, were, no, no. They were just in the plastic. No, no, no. So I have like, so you can go buy comics now and they look like this, like in a plastic okay. regular paper. Like that's probably what you bought. So what No, you, no, no. But like it, it would be like older ones, but they weren't encased in plastic. Oh. They, were, they, they were in like the... You see like those the sleeve, like the sleeve. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. no, no. Yes. So this is done. They call it like they press it. So basically, if you have a comic that's like older or rarer or whatever, you're trying to save it as a collectible. Yeah. They press it in these plastic frames, and then you can get it appraised and graded. So that the okay. number on there is actually being graded. So it's it goes at, to ten. Out of 10. Yeah. So like the higher the grade, that's like the condition that it's in. Um, and then they have like the hologram is actually of the like, so, you know, it was like certified or whatever. It's not like bootleg that, that like a fake appraisal and all that stuff. So they certify it and then they give you a barcode. So this is actually, and it's funny, man, oddly enough. So you could have bought comics, there, regular paper comics, whatever, and the stuff. And then people were getting them signed. So a lot of these artists, the comic artists were there yep. and then you can go to a booth and have them press it like this. I bought this one already oh, pressed, yeah? but you can go there and they would press it for you and put it in a case. And then, because a lot of people do that to preserve the comic. Were they rated there, too? Yeah. So, they had, like, oh, rating. And cool, then they have man. a thing called witnessing where they'll, well, somebody will sign it. Like, the artist will sign it. Somebody will be there and they'll sign a certificate saying, yeah, I witnessed this artist actually signed the comic type thing. So, it sort of adds value yeah, to absolutely. it because you can authenticate it. Um, so, yeah, no, this one I happened to just buy it and it was already pressed in the case and all that. And I they think they did it because it is so old. It's from 86. So, I, I the cover caught my eye, but then it was created... Uh, it was published, sorry, the year and month that I was born. So I just thought it was cool. I was like, right, I'm cool, just going to get it, man. So, so yeah, I thought it was neat. And, and you're, I'm you're a Batman freak. And I'm a Batman freak, but I've never seen a Batman cover like this. It doesn't even have Batman on it. Like, it's just the cover was so unique. I was like, okay, I got to get that. Um, but yeah, you, you can, it was cool because you could see a lot of stuff there. A lot of artists signed their stuff. Like, I got this one signed from the guy who did it. This one was signed from the girl who did it, um, which that's, I think that's printed. And he, and he did sign it for me. Okay. But the lady who did this actually drew it. So, like, and then she signed the back. Like, this one's the like, original. Not in front of you. No, no, no. But if you looked at, she had a bunch of these. Every single one looked different. Oh, okay. And so, like, it was cool. And then I talked to her. She's like, no, no, these are drawn. So, she didn't have a lot of them because, like, obviously, I'm sitting here, like, yep, yep. drawing them one by one and painting them. So, it, it was cool, man. You just, it was people making jewelry, like, all kinds of stuff, man. It, it was really, really cool, bro. That's awesome, man. All right, man. Switch gears on this one. <clears throat> I got to hit you up with this story. This British guy. <laughs> Does this tie into my uh, cosplayers at all? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I thought cosplay was like a, a porn category. <laughs> it is, <laughs> but isn't everything? <laughs> I know I've seen it somewhere. <laughs> I, think it, I think there's a porn category for everything now, bro. This dude 
um, he had not a wife. He had a girlfriend, um, two kids. And they actually took in a uh, Ukrainian refugee. Okay. That seems, seems like a good Samaritan. So him and his girlfriend had been together for like 10 years. Okay. Right? Two kids. Within 10 days, he leaves <laughs> with the Ukrainian chick. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, who saw that coming? Yeah, right. It's like, a you were a girlfriend for ten don't years. Let, don't let nobody fucking live, live in your house, especially not nobody who's gonna be that appreciative. Did you just, I, br- did you I break broke the it. mic. I sure did, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna hold it right here. Yo, I went to twist it because it was loose. Damn, I sure did. All right, I'm going to leave there it just like go. that. Yeah, just hang it. Yeah, I always tell you, man, stop touching the I damn know, mic. You know I'm fidgety, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, so they, so then, like, reading about this in, in this story, <laughs> man. So the dude's like a 29-year-old security guard, <laughs> right? And then he meets this girl on Facebook. Okay. Right, and then and it's, again, you know, fleeing uh, Ukraine, the war torn Ukraine, and so convinces his girlfriend to go like, "Hey, let's take in one of these refugees." Oh, look, I found one. <laughs> <laughs> she happens to be really pretty. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Um, the girl when they interviewed her, she goes, "Oh yeah," she goes. Like, I knew the relationship was screwed, like, the moment I walked into the door. Like, she, she, she's like, I knew that it was a wreck. She's like, I saw an opportunity and I seized it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to applaud the initiative, bro. But, Some- bro, I thought about kind of what you said. I, I was like, first red flag is, if you, if, ladies, if you are dating a dude for 10 years and you have two of his kids and he still won't marry yeah, you. Yeah, he don't like you, bro. <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say anything over like four to five. He don't like you, bro. Yo, that and then I was like, Ugh. and then the other thing is like, if your man is meeting foreign chicks on Facebook, it's probably another red flag. Yeah, it's probably you're probably right about that. Yeah, if he, if he's suggesting at all that you move in someone with you guys. Especially someone who's going to be super grateful. <laughs> yeah. And then, yo, not for nothing, right? Like, most dudes ain't built like that. Nah. You're not, you're not built to, 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 to sort of, like, to turn that down. Yeah, I'd like to consider myself a nice person, but you know what I'm not doing, bro? I'm not going on Facebook right now to find any Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> yo, but what if, like, what if your wife brings, what if your wife is, like, this, like, humanitarian Mm-hmm. And and she brings the girl into the house. Like, but is it not a character, or is it like her usual? You know, like, is it something that she would normally it's do? Something maybe that she's talked about, and then and then this opportunity comes. And nah, bro, like, I'm gonna assume <clears throat> she's gonna fuck him, depending on what he looked like, bro. No, what if she brings a, a girl? Oh, what if she brings a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if she brings a girl? I'm gonna assume she's fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> The only person munching carpet <laughs> in my house is me, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I, yeah, uh, I don't know, bro. Because I also know, like, 
I also know religious people who do those like missions and stuff, and yeah. um, and and I and I've heard of them taking in people and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm always skeptical about that anyway, bro. So I'm not the right person to ask because like I don't think we're all that nice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I think we're nice to an extent. I don't think we're nice enough to fly you in from another country and let you have a place to stay. Like nice, you know? Like I don't know, bro. I'll send I you think, some money. I think sometimes people do that shit just because they go, yo, like they, they really feel. You know that 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 whole like purpose thing, right? They feel like this is this is truly helping someone. I do, but I think there's a certain human being that does that or is capable of that. I don't know that a lot of us are. Like, so you think like in in most cases, someone's seizing the opportunity. Yeah, they're trying to get something out of it, dude. It, including, I think, including the refugee. Yeah. I think being selfless, yeah, the refugee bro would be like for them. He'd be like, <laughs> oh, let me see. He don't like her anyway. Let me see. You're taking me to a country that's not war torn. I could potentially get citizen <laughs> citizenship or like get a whole husband out of this. Is um wife whatever? Are the are, are the are the countries that are taking in those refugees? Are they offering I like think, I mean citizenship? The def- I think if they're if you're gonna offer to take on like refugees or you're offering them asylum, then yeah. To some of them, you, you, you get citizenship. Like, obviously, you have to go through whatever, but you're right. like, yeah. So, a lot of it, because I know we agreed to take on a certain amount of them. I think it's like 100K or whatever it was, but, like, it's a lot of fucking people, bro. And we're getting a bunch from, like, South America, too, right? Yeah. But, like, still. Yep. I saw, I saw an article where there was, like, people were being bussed in, like, at night to places in, like, New York and just, like, dropped off. Bro, like, right now, bro, your wife came home and is like, I want to take on this little Guatemalan guy who's, uh... <laughs> who's Does he do I'm, time? I met on Facebook. Does he... <laughs> <laughs> like, bring that motherfucker, bro. Uh, I don't have my, my bathroom. I'd have been done. mad as shit. I'd have been like, where was he six months ago when I was working on his bathroom? <laughs> Does he do tile? Does he where, do floors? Where, where was Ignacio then, huh? Why the fuck did he wait this long? You know we need a new driveway. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I don't know, man. I like to think I'm a nice guy, but that's a tough one, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that immediately there's <laughs> we'll have some, to pass on that. Yeah, yeah, somebody somebody's cheeks getting clapped, and either way, I'm no, I'm against it. Not in my house. <laughs> Yo, speaking of New York, man, they um, do you see they, they they pulled out all the public um telephones? So like all the what? Yeah, like so it's been like a an, an initiative since I want to say 2016 to yank out all of like the public phones in the street. It took that long, bro. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Well, because Yo, they didn't want to. has a lot of them, though. Yeah, well, I, they didn't. They didn't want to yank them all out at once and not replace them. So what they did was they were replacing them with um, the hell is it called? It's called like a a, a link or something. I think I wrote this shit. Wi-Fi, right? There. It is Wi-Fi essentially. Um, I don't remember where it is, but they they're replacing them. And I want to say it was like seventy five hundred phones that they were like removed. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I do have it here. A link sync, uh, and so I, I these things, yeah. So these things do uh, free Wi-Fi, um, domestic calling, uh, mobile charging, and and nine one one. Oh wow! I do remember seeing certain places in New York where it's like you're you're near Wi-Fi. And yep. It was like uh, those. It was like cool. It was those things, things, right? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty so, cool. So they took the last one. I thought, was, I thought this was kind of cool too. Um, they took the last one to the museum of the city of New York. Okay. And to like a new exhibit that just opened this past Friday, and it's called Analog City, NYC, BC, 
before computers. <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was like, dope. that's clever, man. That yeah. is super clever. Bro, because I, I, phone booths in New York are iconic. There's a whole movie called Phone Booth that took place in New York. Remember the... Um, no, I don't remember that. Oh, man. I think the guy was... Uh, I think it was Kiefer Sutherland, man. Uh, where the guy was in the booth and then, and then there's like a sniper on him and he mm, couldn't leave the booth and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but New York phone yes, booths yes, are yes, iconic, right. man. Like, that's the... Like, when you think Dude, phone booths... Superman. Booth, yeah, you think New York, you think London. Like, London has a very oh, unique yep. phone booth thing. Like, whenever I think phone booth, I think New York, I think London. Um, that's crazy, man. I, I, I didn't think... Um, I don't know why. I mean, I knew that they were out. I didn't think that we'd be so quick, I guess, to yank them all. I thought there'd be one. Because, I, I, dude, to this day, I've been to hotels where they'll have, like, public phones in, like, a lobby area. And so I'm they, like, so they still, that? Well, they still have... And they said, they said there's some sort of private properties that okay. still have some of them on it. But as far as the, the, the public ones... It was seventy five hundred that got replaced with two thousand. Yeah, who wouldn't even know how to use those now? Like my kids wouldn't know how to use a public phone, bro. Yo, the minute they see the slot for the coin, they'll be like, "What's a coin?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, does it take Apple Pay? Yeah, does it take? Yeah, yeah. Can I can I use my phone to pay? For that? <laughs> 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 bro, like, oh shit, bro, like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, bro. I, I thought that was pretty cool, man. That like, is take, cool, Taking man. it and putting it into like the into the into a museum, to like an exhibit, because there will be a time, right? And you say like, let's just say like ten years from now, you'll have people that had never seen that. There's probably people now that have never seen the phone. Oh yeah, no, my kids would definitely be like, huh? What do you mean pay for it for sure, bro? Yeah, man. Blast from the past here, bro. You seen the shit that's going on with Lake Mead in in outside of Vegas? No, alright, bro. So, so Lake Mead is outside it, is it of drying Vegas, up, bro. It is. It's drying up, and it's a, is it like a drought. Yeah, yeah. So it's oh, okay. drying up. So Lake Mead is. Um, it's like the largest man-made reservoir. Definitely in the U.S. It might be in the world, but it's okay. definitely the largest man-made reservoir in the U.S. Um, anyway, uh, so because it's been drying out and getting so low, two bodies have already popped up in the last Get week and a half. Out of here, like one of them in a drum, like in a in a giant metal drum. And then the other one just like on its own. But this is like these bodies, the way they're the based on how they're dressed, they're like sixties, seventies, um, like height of Vegas mafia era. So they're wondering Ooh. is as Lake Mead keeps getting emptier, <laughs> are more of these bodies just gonna keep popping up, which is a wild dude, like it, so I think one of them got found by some lady paddleboarding, and then the other one just it, the part got so empty that the drum was just sitting there, and you could right, just right. see it. Yeah, and then the drum had been corroded so through, so you could see the body through the drum. But like you said, like let, let's just say it dried out completely. Yeah. Oh, bro, it's <clears> gonna be a ton. You know, Vegas notoriously back in those days, like seventies or even early eighties, was like big mafia town. Like, oh wow. So yeah, and Lake Mead just happened to be the spot. They were just dumping people left and right. Uh, which it's been a week and two of them have popped up. So, so, and and this is like is this is this like the rain? Does the rain run into this place? Like uh, yeah, how, how does guess, how does it get refilled? Vegas, <clears throat> it's a freaking desert. desert. Yeah, yeah. And I think this used to be runoff from like Hoover Dam, mm. um, but I think they've they've had a drought where it hasn't rained, which we've experienced a little bit. Even for years, been uncharacteristically dry. Yep. Up until this past weekend, but like, um, so yeah, I guess they're they're having like record dry, like even for for the desert. Yep. It hasn't rained or anything at all, so it's never been this dry. And so they're like, it's literally evaporating, and now you can see certain parts of it look like land again. 
And that's where this this stuff is like popping up. Oh, so I'm like, I'm like oh, it's gonna be super <clears throat> wild, man. You're gonna be solving a lot of crimes here in the next couple of weeks out of Vegas, bro. And, like and then right, if if, if you're looking at somebody that that's killed in like the '60s and '70s, just based on how they're how they're dressed, mm-hmm. are you doing an investigation? Yeah, are you trying to solve that crime today, bro? Right? Could you could you imagine being like an investigator in Vegas and they go, oh yeah, here, go investigate. Yeah, bro. This. Like no. You're going to nursing homes to question people <laughs> on ventilators and shit. <laughs> oh my dude, god, dude! Let me tell you that somebody about somebody who tried to probably put their <laughs> put somebody in that damn like. Dude, you hear about this? So there was like an Ohio teen, 15 years old, bro. His father tells him to go to bed. Okay. They didn't agree that the time <laughs> was right to go to bed, bro. He shot him. The teen the, shot the dad. Yeah, bro. This fifteen-year-old kid shot his father. So it's like, um, he said, I shot him in the stomach. The the wife, who was like the stepmom of the kid, yeah, she makes a nine one one call. Um, and you know, it, I read it, but nothing, not, nothing crazy there. What I, what I found at, interesting at the end was that the father was like, "I don't want him back." Oof. So so the kid kind of. So the kid goes nameless because he's a minor. Yeah, he's a minor. Right? <clears throat> but then the system gets him, and they go like, all right, so he's going to go home. And then he, and he's like, nah, like, I don't want him. So they're, like, calling anyone who is a family, just trying to go, See, all right, like, will you take the Are kid? you adopting this kid, kid, bro, who no. shot his dad? And, dude, are you taking him in if you're, like, an uncle? I'm going, no. Nah, bro. You shot. Right, like if you, if you're a family member, period. Maybe I could see like a grandparent because grandparents usually have like soft hearts. Yeah, yeah. For their for you their grandkids, yeah. right? And and they always they sort of always see the good. Yeah, yeah. They'll think they can solve it, or the kid right. just needs love, or whatever. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. I've heard I've heard those before. Uh, like he just needs love. Like nah, bro. Some kids are assholes. Um, bro, if one of my kids. Yo, if you even decide to look at me wrong or <laughs> or fight me, you better kill me, bro. <laughs> Yo, imagine one of your kids shoots you and you make it. Oh yeah, bro. I, I don't. You better kill me, bro. I'm, I'm gonna be like, you better finish the job. <laughs> yeah, like I'm gonna take this as a last life as a last life lesson, bro. You better finish this job because I'm coming. No, but I like I don't blame the guy for not taking them back. I don't think I think I would do the same thing. Just go like, all right, man. Like you was mad enough to do that shit, then now go go make yeah, go make your life, man. Because we listen, you can get mad at anybody. Talk about this shit last week about the difference, like between sort of like what's mentally ill versus you know like like what makes you mentally yeah, ill. Yeah. It's like being able to sort of act on irrational thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like you can be pissed at somebody and go like, man, I want to kill him. It's just a thought, right? Right, but when you go and you get the gun and you are, if you allow yourself to get to that point, then I guess you're mentally ill. Yeah, you, well, is or it, you're a fucked up human. Is it the dad's gun? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I don't more know. mad, bro. You shoot me with my own gun, bro. <sighs> That's tough, man. Yeah, the yeah. I meant to touch on this girl earlier. Um, when we were talking about <laughs> like stars, like cosplay stars and whatnot, oh, yeah. bro, there's this girl from TikTok. Her her handle is like at Sof Sofza Loafs. I don't know. It's S O P H Z A L O A F S. I don't even know why I'm giving her promo. Um, but 
she um she's huge from being on TikTok, but she recently had to have surgery. Just hold on. So she's just like she's like a TikTok influencer, so she's okay. big online, <laughs> millions of followers, like does a bunch of shit on social media, whatever. Um she's racked up over 145,000 likes. She's from the UK on a recent video in the clip she shared an unbelievable story revealing that things took a turn for the worse after um she couldn't get a 3-inch dildo out of her ass. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why I always find these stories. So she couldn't go to the hospital the night the vibrator got stuck because her kids were sleeping. <laughs> So she tried to get some rest if the toy still lodged inside of her. However, it continued buzzing throughout the night. <laughs> Bro, why would you stick something? Is it three inches? Yeah, and you, if it doesn't you need like have a the, handle on that yeah, shit. Or and something. it has to have yeah, it has to have the handle plug thing at the end. There's a reason why the butt toys have the little plug because your butt's gonna suck it in. So these fucking amateurs, bro. <laughs> like, you're not supposed to use a regular dildo. Go ahead, Juan. Learn them. God damn it, bro. These people, there's a reason why it has a little end, like a sword, so that it stops. It's the reason it's called the butt plug. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. So she said she eventually fell asleep, but she recalled, I woke up and it was off. So I thought the batteries had died, but that was very wrong of me to assume. <laughs> Boy just kept moving up. Oh no. Yeah, bro. bro. So she had to have surgery. Um the toy in a plastic bag and the kidney dish on a table, I guess, after she woke up. She she saw the toy like yeah. in this place. Yeah. Um after. Bro, I wonder, but they had to have it surgically removed, bro. You can't do like a colon blow and like blow it out. I guess you can't. Like Like why does it keep going up when everything else is going down? Not sure. Or does it does it get to a point where it's almost like it gets stuck and then and then everything can't impacts turn anymore? Then every, yeah, nothing can come in or out. Right. I'm guessing that has to be it, right? Because you can't push it out anymore, maybe. Because obviously they don't think it's coming back. Yeah, like, are you like if that happens to you? Are you doing a colon? I feel like I'm doing a colon blow first. I would like to think so too. Also, do you get the toy back after you're done? <laughs> From the hospital? Yeah. Do you, do you like, be like, do you nah, see, man. You're, you're irresponsible. Do you sit on the table and go, yo, make sure y'all bag that from my, in, my, in my belongings? <laughs> it's all fucking has holes in it and shit from the asses in your, in your intestines. Yo, one of my favorite things ever is like, you ever talk to people in the medical profession and they talk about all the shit that they've pulled out of people, like nurses and stuff like that, or like talk about that one that that one sort of like nurse guy in the in in the military you know, oh. pulling out shit from guys' penises, yeah, from and guys, asses. yeah, it's so funny, bro. We're I, I I try not to make too much fun of them because I feel like I'm gonna be on one of these things one day. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a good idea. Sound like a good idea. <laughs> like, listen, man, it's kind of like I had to post not clarity. Yeah, bro, I was in the zone. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sir, why is there a Duracell in your penis? Don't ask no questions, bro. <laughs> Pull that shit up. <laughs> Dude, that shit is so crazy, bro. Bro, did you see uh, the Will Smith? Will Smith had an interview with um, uh, David Letterman. I did. I heard. I saw like a, a quick thing on it, but I didn't see any of it, like the actual interview. I saw that he had an interview, but I could. I didn't know if it was pre or post slap or what was going on. So it was recorded pre slap, okay, and then released post slap. 
Okay. Um, but the one piece in there that kind of you, you can relate to the whole slap was he talked about one of his uh, ayahuasca um, experiences, okay. which he's had a bunch. Yeah. He's like really big into it now. Yeah. Yeah. He's had a bunch. We doing this, bro. We got to find a shaman. Yeah. But where? It's got to be going to be out of country or we got one in here. Do, do they have them here in the U.S.? They do have them in the U.S. Yeah. 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 You got to check them down. But I think we got to go to like Cali and find some hippies or... um. Or go to like Peru and do the real deal, like out in the jungle. Yeah, is it somewhere. Peru? Or is it Costa Rica? Costa Rica, something. Right? Yeah, we gotta go out there somewhere. We might not make it back, but it's gonna be, <laughs> we're doing it for content. <laughs> it's all for the pot. It's the only thing in the world that everybody that tells me about is it. like, yeah, I was throwing up. It was crazy. I was hallucinating, and I'm like, I want in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it, it doesn't sound like a good time. At I was all. gonna say, man, everything that I like, I'm fascinated by it. Me, that's what it is. It's it's just the fascination behind it. It's like, but the stories that I hear people tell, I go like, man, that shit sounds kind of scary. Yeah, you know, like I don't even like to get too high. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even want to smoke that much weed to be to be really fucked up. <laughs> You know, I don't mind getting getting the edge off, but I'm like, no, like I don't, I don't even want that. Like this ayahuasca shit sounds real intense. It sounds like that, like that blunt that you rolled from the the dude at the local store, and the shit came out sticky and yeah, like <laughs> got like roach spray. Yep. That bitch. Yep. So so yeah, like I'm fascinated by it by you know because I, I, I see people that or I hear about people that. Um, Almost have like, uh, I guess, almost like an out of body experience. Yeah. Which going back to this, Will was talking about um, during his experience, he was like, it he was he was watching his money go away, and he was watching his career go away, and he was watching himself like losing his house, like during this whole shit. But then, but then also during that, he could one of his daughters was like, I think it's Willow. One of his daughters, Willow. Yeah, yeah. Think he said that he could hear her um, calling for him, and then so in the experience, what he, what he ended up learning from it was, um, while he was freaking out, losing the cash, the career, the home, his daughter calling out to him was the only thing that actually mattered. And so, so sort of scary losing all that stuff, even during the experience, he sort of shifts and goes. I have to find like Willow's calling me. Like I have to, I have to find her. And so that was like his his sort of piece on on that of just like, yo, like this, you know, you you sort of find out that that like family is the most important thing to you. Yeah. Right. Like all this other all this other stuff is just it's just stuff, and it doesn't really matter. Um, but but I wonder, I wonder if any of that shit came into play, like with um, you know, with with him slapping Chris Rock, maybe he goes, cause he did, he did mention like, even though he thought that what he did was out of line, when he talks about the experience, he goes, I didn't like him making fun of my wife's mental illness, not mental illness, her illness. Her illness, okay. Oh, so he does talk about it? Um, yeah, he didn't, well, not in there. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oh, you this mean is, post like a separate, okay, post so a slap. Right, yeah, 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 post a okay. slap. Yeah, I don't, Bro, that's one of those things, like the whole ayahuasca trips, too, is you always hear people going, like, yeah, I had to face my biggest fears ever and look at them and go all that stuff. And I'm like, that shit sounds awful. Right? <laughs> I want in. <laughs> like, like, it's, the, it's the only thing, it's right? The, yeah, it's like, huh? Oh, man. I, dude, I don't know, man. If, if, you're, if you're, I don't know, but that guy, I feel like clearly 
going through a ton of shit because even the fact that he like sort of was seeking ayahuasca and all that other shit it's like and multiple times a lot i think neil brennan bro is like really big into saying i think will's the one who put him onto it oh really neil brennan is a huge advocate for ayahuasca because neil brennan suffers from like a really really severe depression okay and like to the point where neil brennan has traveled the world this guy's like yo, i've been all over asia thing everything trying to find treatment because yeah. he's like yo, everybody's like yo you're sad he's like i don't want to fucking be sad bro okay like i want to fix this shit like i can't i can't like i just feel that way right like he goes like i do have a great life I don't feel like the way I feel, but anyway. So Neil Brennan, after after Will came out and said it, he goes like, "Yo, Will actually put me onto the ayahuasca shit a long time ago, and it's been one of the few things that has helped him battle depression." Wow. So like, uh, yeah, like like naturally, quote unquote. But he's like, "Yo, every few months I go and I do like a purge, I guess whatever he calls it, and it's right. just like this whole thing." And he's like, "Yo, I feel great for fucking a while." He's like, "It's like hitting restart on your brain." Right. He's like, "It's like clearing the cache and hitting restart." He's like, "Yo, after it, I feel phenomenal." It's like I just do maintenance now. Like wow, bro. Yeah, man. You, and, and you wonder. So somebody that's in depression that that it could help. Like, if you're sort of quote unquote normal, does it still help you? I would think I don't know. so, man. Right? Like if you're because if you're quote unquote normal, but maybe you have other things, maybe other thoughts, other places where you think you should be or not be, or like. I don't know, maybe you're struggling with decisions. I don't know, bro. Like, does it all just sort of come to light? Like, I guess if you're fully content, like, what does it do? Like, does it bring up right. like, maybe the one thought you have a lot? Like, I can't decide between blue or beige curtains. And then you just focus on that for, like, five hours. <laughs> yeah, you always, you, you know, you wonder. Because I think we can all look at people from the outside and go, like, oh, like, that person's life is amazing. Or, and, and it's not really true, right? Everybody has their struggles. For sure, bro. That's why I, I think when I was younger, bro, I was obviously super ignorant. Um, and I've met a lot of people who suffer from depression. And not one of them outside looking in that I go, yeah, man, you should be. Right? Like, you, we've all met people. They're happy as fuck. And you're like, you should be depressed, bro. Why are you so happy? <laughs> but, like, I've also met people who are depressed that I'm like, like, if you thought about it and, like, even the stuff they complain about, you're like, yo, in the grand scheme of things, your life is actually pretty damn good. Like... And it just, it just, I think it just showed me as I got older, like, oh, you really can't control this. Like, because, like, I think even they would recognize, like, nah, you're right, bro. Yeah. But, like, I can't, I can't help it. Bro, um, you know, I like to fuck with Alabama at least <laughs> every once in a while. Dude. Oh, fucking Alabama. You know, you're alienating the whole state. Yo, I, you know, I'm, I'm. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but it's like the one state that I'm okay with losing. <laughs> like if they said we could never monetize Alabama for the rest of our podcast career, something tells me we're going to be okay. <laughs> what they do now? Yo, Alabama, bro, has a, uh, and this is how you know, you know, the, the, the education system in Alabama isn't great. And this is coming from a private school. So this is the rich kids. Bro. Alabama and school is like an oxymoron. It really is, bro. I just assumed everybody there was like herding cattle or like, <laughs> or, or going to University, or, of, or Alabama. Going to University of Alabama. And I don't know what do you learn there, bro. I don't. I don't really, anyway, the play um, football. This is also true. But if you can't play football, oh, you, you you give them drinks. You support the football. <laughs> you support, support the, the football, football team. team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be a physical therapist, <laughs> but there's a. <laughs> 
can't even talk about it with a straight face. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What do we got? There's a private school in Alabama called the Roper School, and it's in Birmingham, so it's not in a rural town, <laughs> at least for Alabama. This is their their city, quote unquote. Um, and they're facing backlash, bro, because they gave um, I would say a questionable assignment. So the assignment was titled "Introduction to Primates." Ooh, excuse me, and in it. <laughs> So, so on cue, on cue. Introduction to primates. <laughs> Yo. So it's this is a biology class. It's a high school level biology class, okay. and they asked the students to pick from a gallery of photos labeled apes, uh, monkeys, and lemurs. So apes, monkeys, and lemurs. Um, and it and sort of it asked them to sort of pick like the things that were similar, or different. Yep. But in that gallery of photos was a picture. Of a uh, former president Barack Obama. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. I wish I was lying. I got a, I got a photo here of the actual, and it's all monkeys and lemurs and stuff. And then Barack, for some reason, like in this whole mix. So they're obviously in a little bit of hot water right now, because um, yeah, bro. At a high school level education, uh, or high school level, yeah, private school education biology class this guy puts a picture of barack obama as part wow, of the assignment in this thing, the is that like in a fucking textbook or is this is like in some slideshow like, like like papers that he hands out like um like worksheets oh, okay. yep, kind of thing yep. yeah so oh wow man. ah bro that... hey man old old habits die hard <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing that. I'm, you know what's happening, bro? Is this is like such a waste of a conversation because he's probably like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with my son?" <laughs> Dude, it's fucked up, man. Uh, but you know, it it just goes to show you, and we talk about this a lot, which is that time in in U.S. history was not that long ago. No, bro. You know what I mean? Where 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 that was where that was okay to do. No, and I feel like. Uh, more than a lot of other places in the U.S. is probably uh, very prevalent there still. So, yeah, I mean, and, that, and, that, and that's a guess, right? Because I know people from Alabama, yeah, and all the ones that I know are are cool as fuck. Well, they got out, right? and that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all the ones you know, they were they, smart they, enough they, to they, leave. They don't, bro. Right? They're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they were smart enough to go. Like, um, but that's crazy, man. Like, and that's in a private school. It's in a private school. So I'm saying it's a private school in Birmingham. Like it's not, you know. You, you I wonder, and then you wonder how that gets out, right? Did was was there like a black person in the class? Was there just somebody who looked at that and went like, "Yo, that's wrong. I'm taking it home to my to my parents." Kids probably posted it online. What is it? What is it? What what grade? It's high school. Edu- oh, I high didn't school, say okay. what what um actual grade, but no, it's but high, high school, school biology. So you figure out it's, junior it's year enough. at least. Yeah, yeah it's, it's enough. So you figure that's about junior year. So yeah, it's that's. You figure those kids probably put it on their um, social media or something like. Definitely so, man. I know that there's in my kids' high school, and I'm not, I'm not even gonna shout them out. <laughs> the kid, the things that there's a page, it's in, and I don't know what the name of the page is. He's like an Instagram page, but it's but it's essentially like fucked up things that go on in this high school. In the school, oh, and they all just shared to it, and, and they shit. just yep, and they'll it, it'll be anything, bro. It'll be it'll be it'll be there was they had like. I don't know, like challenges where they would they would rip sinks and urinals off the like this is recent, bro. This I remember is, telling my kid that like this Yo, year. If you partake in one of these challenges and I get a bill for this shit, like because they were they're invoicing parents for like the broken. Yeah. These kids are also too stupid to not put themselves ripping it off online. Like, right. 
so dumb, bro. I'm like, it's with my kids. I'm like, yo, it's one thing to do stupid shit. Be smart when you do stupid shit. Like, don't record yourself. <laughs> like, I'm just like, bro. Dude, I, every time I could, the kids come home with with some other story. Dude, there was there was another one. Um, this this kid was giving haircuts in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's entrepreneurial, bro. <laughs> was he charging? Yep. That's entrepreneurial, bro. Can't even hate on that. I can't hate on it. I can't hate on him, bro. Yo. I kind of wish I would have had social media uh, in the middle of high school and stuff like that, but I would have been relentless, bro. Like, I would have been trying to find teachers and shit. Just, I don't know, bro. Can you imagine, like, the teacher that was, like, the biggest pain in the ass and you knew their Facebook page? Oh, or their Tinder profile? You try to find them on <laughs> well, Remember the story from last week with, uh, the, with the guy that got catfished? Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That would have been me. Horrible. I was born at the right time, I guess. Would have been so bad, bro. Oh, I, yo, my biology teacher hated me in high school, bro. Why? I'm pretty sure I wasn't a good guy to her. I might have told her some shit, but I vividly remember one. So time. you were smart ass back then. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, she was especially um, I don't know, bro. She was she was really condescending. You know what I mean? Like she was one of those teachers who thought like she was better than you because she was a teacher and i was i had no trouble like telling her that so it, we just didn't mesh well bro like she would um <laughs> dude, she <laughs> bro one time she was livid like just super moody out of nowhere i was such a dick and then um she, I, I don't even remember what she said to me and i was like Whew, you really need to get laid miss oh and, no yeah bro and it just came out so natural and she kicked me out <laughs> and she was a uh, she was allegedly Spanish, I think adopted by Spanish people, whatever. But she was as pale as can be, and like super duper white, like wore cowboy boots and stuff like that. But she did speak a couple words here and there. So every yeah. time she would kick me out, she would tell me in Spanish, like I didn't understand it in English. Right. So it was funny as hell, bro. But yeah, me and her, man, we were just, we would get into. And she was the one who would always tell me I was gonna be a loser. I was like, man, I guess you're not wrong based on the shit I'm telling you right now. I would I would have thought the same thing, dude. I, <laughs> We had a mutual friend say you should have been a loser too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I ran into this lady years later. I'm trying to remember, but yeah, man, I I think back though I did say some reckless shit to her. I mean, I felt like they were well deserved because she was an asshole. Like she was definitely like really kind. Like for a teacher, like I think back about some of the shit she said to me, and I'm like, man, like why would you say that to a kid that you're supposed to like? I guess be educating, but then I went like, yo, she must have hated her life. Like, like knowing what I know now, right? Like as an adult, I go, man, she probably hated being a teacher or hated like. Yeah, and and you have you have sort of uh, you know like firsthand um, encounters of what it's like to be a yeah, teacher. Yes, so like I can just envision this lady must have been going through it and she was just lit because there were some days where she just wasn't having it. And then, yeah, I wasn't the best man about certain things, especially if I knew I was under your skin. Yeah, yeah, I guess not much has changed. <laughs> Speaking of losers, <laughs> you seen the Ameri the United Airlines employee <laughs> get beat up? Yeah. <laughs> how you get how you get beat up and fired at on the your, same day? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, how you get beat up at your job at and they work. fire you? Bro? <laughs> beat up by somebody don't even work there, bro. <laughs> Oh my god! Yo, he got three piece, two oh, piece, bro, bro. Oh, bro. And if you guys have not seen this, you got to go look this up. Um, <laughs> United Airlines an employee um, and fight anyway. The the guy that he fought was um, former NFL player 
um, now plays in the Canadian Football League, Brendan Langley. So they had an altercation, and Brendan Langley, like, three-pieced this dude, <laughs> knocked him over into, like, where, where they put the bags to, like, go down, you know, down below the plane. Check back spot. <laughs> Did you see the memes? No. The oh, bro, you got to oh, go. You got to look. Oh, bro, they got so many cool videos of him being thrown onto the plane through the belt. <laughs> oh, it's so good, bro. Anyway. <laughs> but apparently, so I... I think the videos, the videos, uh, the ones that are out anyway, don't show who started it or who hit first. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, but apparently, uh, Brendan was bringing his uh, his luggage on in a wheelchair instead of they have the the like these carts. I guess whatever airport he was in, they have uh, these car these luggage carts that you can rent for five bucks. Okay, he was like, "Fuck that! The wheelchair is free." Okay, I'm gonna load myself on the wheelchair. And apparently that wasn't, you know, wasn't allowed or whatever. Um, and, and that supposedly is what kind of started the back and forth between he and the uh, employee. Yo, how much money could you possibly make an hour that you care that much how that luggage got there, bro? Just yeah. check it in. Yeah, like, none. None. Do your job, bro. <laughs> like, just check in. The... <sighs> and then he goes, and he already gets, like, he gets knuckled up a few times. And then he Yo, comes he back. He keeps coming, bro. He came back. I got any credit, bro. He, he gets... slaps him with like an open hand, which I go like, bro, that was your chance. You should have, you should have like closed fist and and just could have got a shot. Yeah, he got fucked up. After bro. that, he got face fucked was up, bro. jacked up. I think I seen him flip onto the thing. It's <laughs> fucking dying, bro. Because the way he gets hit too, like the guy's swinging at him, and there's like for a split second, the first two miss, the guy dodges him like the man. Yes. This shit. Yeah, he I'm was. Like, I was. Me yeah. too. I'm like, yo, look at the fat boy, yeah. go, bro. He's bobbing and weaving his shit, bro. But then the third one connects. <laughs> it was a rap, bro. At first, he looked like Canelo uh -uh. fighting Triple G, and then he gets caught, and I was like, ooh, ooh. It's like, damn. Bro, they're fighting again. Did you see that? Yeah, dude. They they're signed setting for that September, up. right? Yeah, I don't yeah. know how I feel about it, man. I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I I'm, I'm going to watch it. Well, I'm saying not kind of. I haven't seen Triple G fighting so long that I'm kind of like. Yeah, the hype is gone. Isn't he 40-some? Yeah, the hype's gone. I'm just like, eh. Or pushing 40. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, this dude, this this shit was. This might be it must, might be more entertaining than Triple G Canelo. I don't know. Somebody got to go down this time for it to beat. For it to beat this, bro. Yeah, we'll see, man. How we doing on time? Dude, we're hour five in, man. So but before we get out of here. I'm going um, to touch on the. You seen the pregnant chick here in Florida, bro, at the at McDonald's? No. I mean, there's pregnant chicks at McDonald's all the time. All right, bro. Well, I, I would assume. This one is special. So she she storms into a Lakeland um, McDonald's here. <laughs> okay. Because they're taking the, too long with her food. It's the home of Publix. Yeah. So she... um. <laughs> she's, she's in the drive-thru, I'm assuming. In the drive-thru. They're taking too long. So she storms into the restaurant and she starts throwing a violent tantrum, bro. Like going off, throwing shit, screaming at people. She wants her food. Yeah. She's wilding out. She's saying crazy shit, bro. And then finally, and I think she's even like assaulting people. She's throwing shit at motherfuckers. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> they finally get her to leave. Or like somebody talks to her to leave and like somebody she's with. Like people yeah. she's with are trying to talk her out. And then as she's walking out the door, she pops back in, just starts twerking for the camera. <laughs> and then walks out. <laughs> Why? I don't know. But it's dope. <laughs> Probably because everybody's filming her having a tantrum. She <laughs> Are you twerking with a whole fetus in you, bro? At McDonald's. So how pregnant was she? <laughs> I mean, she's noticeably pregnant, but not like not like gonna pop tomorrow. But like, oh, I could tell you're having a baby. So I would say like maybe five, six months. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't say. 
but like you could tell she's pregnant. Bro, there was one time I, I worked at Disney, mm-hmm. and uh, me and my boy, we was in the elevator with this with this woman, and um, and she was pregnant, and luckily it was just going up like one floor, um, but kind of coming in, talking to her, and then she mentions, you know, oh, you know, pregnant, whatever, and she's a big girl, so I so I go. I go, oh, like, are you almost due? And no. she goes, and she goes, I'm three months. And then, bro. <laughs> At least she was pregnant. The next three seconds <laughs> felt like a fucking eternity. Because <laughs> I just looking at the, I just look at the door, like, though she looked like she was like eight, nine months. No, bro, you gotta say. But that. she didn't twerk. Yeah, but like, oh, that's a big baby. <laughs> it's gonna be a big boy. Yeah, it's gonna be a big boy. It's gonna be a big boy. She didn't twerk, loser. <laughs> loser. Yo, this chick, you gotta see the video, bro. She pops back in, starts twerking. She wants and just leaves. Bro, my favorite shit is like she's on like lists because the cops are looking for her. Obviously, because it's the whole fucking video of her twerking and breaking shit. But she did like two hundred dollars worth of damage. I'm like, yo, I'll pay for the damage. <laughs> Leave her be, bro. <laughs> Let that, let that girl get a McDonald's, bro, and keep it moving. <laughs> I was like, bro, for your story about the pregnant chick, at least she was pregnant, bro. One time, this is daycare. I'm picking up one of my kids or something, and it was this lady. And um, she could have been pregnant, but she could have also just been fat. <laughs> and, and we're in the classroom, bro. And picking up our kids, and she walks in, and the other girl goes, or the girl who works at the daycare goes, Oh my god, congratulations! I didn't know you were expecting again, right? <laughs> the lady just goes, I'm not. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> I couldn't contain it, bro. I, like, I had to fucking walk out. <laughs> Left the whole baby in the room, bro. I had to walk out because I couldn't hold it. I was, I was half mortified, what? half dying. What did the girl? Oh my God. So the, the the one that made the comment, she just goes, she, "I'm oh, I'm so sorry, so sorry, but, <laughs> so sorry, but you look you look like you're expecting. Like it's like where do you go from there? Bro? Yeah, right. I just I never assume, bro. I don't care if I see a hand sticking out of the vagina. I'm gonna be like, oh, how's your dick?" <laughs> Got any plans for the summer? <laughs> okay. Is that your third leg? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I think you dropped. <laughs> well, something's about to I'm drop. I'm mortified, bro. I'm like, oh. Yo, on that, tell them where they can find us. Oh, my God. Yo, if you guys aren't following us already. Oh, shit. Uh, at the Carpet Football Podcast on IG, on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, at Carpet Football Podcast on TikTok and um, pretty much anywhere where you get your streaming, man, music. So Spotify, Tucher, uh, to, uh, Stitcher, <laughs> TuneIn, GeoSavin, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, um, all of it, man. I don't know what we're not on. So just look, look for us. We're, we're there, man. As always, we appreciate you guys. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.